Good morning. It's a beautiful day in Spring, Texas. I'm Fire Aunt Lisa. Welcome to my Gulf Coast garden. Thank you so much for tuning in. I, to my loyal listeners, thank you for your patience. It's been a few days since I've done an episode, so I'm just excited to be back today and talk to you about, you know what, collard greens. Yes, thrilled to let you all know that I had a big harvest of collard greens, nearly 10 pounds that I was able to process into um, my collard balls that I eat for my okra garden supply breakfast, OGS breakfast. So um, that was really great. This time of year is really perfect for maximum harvest of collard greens in Houston. I recommend collard greens, of course, because I believe you can plant a collard green pretty much 365 days of the year here in Houston, Texas, and you will have a pretty good chance of success. That being said, sometimes are a little better than others, and these collard greens that I planted started from seed kind of mid-October. They're doing great now. They were the starts that I sold at the Boss Babes Festival in November, and then have you know, I didn't sell all of them. And so many of them I have planted in my yard and the ones that were given all the right conditions in terms of soil and spot and sprout and season, the season is working for me. Those are my four S's of successful gardening. Maybe success is the fifth S, but um, they're just doing really great. And the leaves are Um, very complete and have not really been attacked too badly by the cabbage worms or other insects yet. So um, enough drying out, I guess, that the snails haven't been too bad and the cabbage worms haven't arrived too much in full. I've learned a little bit. I have my my plants spaced a little more widely and that's been really effective at controlling the cabbage worms so that if um, a cabbage worm does lay eggs and and you have the worms on one plant, they stay concentrated to that plant and they're not really able to move from plant to plant um, because the plants don't touch each other. And so I'm really happy with that method. Um, So as I'm going out, I can keep my eye, oh, cabbage worms, I can pick off that plant. And really it's concentrated. And if I wait too long to get out to my garden, which of course sometimes I do, you know, because sometimes it's days and days before I get out there, you know, only one plant is really impacted. So that's kind of a tip for now, I would say, is make sure you place your plants far enough apart. Um, And collard greens are going great. So I encourage everyone to start growing collard greens, especially if you live in Texas, especially if you live in Houston, Texas. That's what I can say. Harris County. Um, What else? The rest of the garden's great. It's prime garden blooming season here in Houston area. The azaleas are blooming. My lemon trees are just covered in blossoms and they look so good and they smell so good. And because we didn't have too hard of a freeze late in the season, a lot of my Biden's alba are growing also and have blooms. So I have plenty of other um, flowers to attract pollinators. So I think I'm getting a really good germination rate on my lemons because there's enough bees to pollinate them. And I'm just, I'm really excited about that. And then my little grapefruit tree, which is a little younger, also is blooming. And I've seen a couple germinated fruits on that. So I might get, might get a grapefruit or two this season. Jasmine is just exploding. It hasn't blossomed yet, but tons of new growth. So I think I'll get some good leaves on that. 
Tomatoes, of course, were a lost cause, but uh, that's just par for the course. I tried this year. You know, I don't... I just don't, I, I don't really, I can't really tolerate these plants that really need a lot of special attention. Like, let's just face it, a tree that I put in the ground and gets watered by the automatic sprinklers and I prune twice a year, that's pretty much about my speed. And the collard greens also take care of themselves. So to those of you that might be listening, I just encourage you to embrace the plants that you can grow really easily and um, learn to love those as I have learned to love the collard greens and I think they really do contribute to my health and I suppose wealth although the um, time that you put into gardening versus how inexpensive produce really is at the store make it the economic argument a little bit difficult I think for gardening but it certainly improves your health and I think the fact that produce at the store is so inexpensive is just kind of an indication of how much we're taking out of the earth for free if you will in terms of soil degradation and other types of things so anyway that's sort of a bit of a tangent but my collard greens are going well the garden's going well I hope you're doing well I'd love to hear from you you know I'm out there on the internet fire ant east fire ant fire aunt lisa um, you should be able to find me using google and if you want to help me out would love for you to get your spring gardening gloves from my amazon shop they are a ladies medium so i'm pretty much just talking to the ladies here that's the only pair of gloves i have but they are made in the usa and they're awesome i've been using them for years now and i love them they're way more comfortable than nitrile gloves they're way more durable than nitrile gloves um And they're super adorable. So think about picking up a pair uh, to get you ready for spring. Okra Garden Supply, Amazon.com slash Okra Garden Supply. Thanks so much. Have a great day.